episode eight, mate. Eight out of eight, mate. Hoops happy hour. How are we doing? Yeah, pretty good, mate. Just um, got to watch the Heat B team. Oh, yeah, the, the G-League team. Get, get scrubbed by Philly. Yeah, mate. For the second time, you know, it is what it is. Get to watch Tyler take 20, 30 shots or however. I only took 16. I only took 16. That's yeah. pretty efficient for what do you have? Oh, 17. Oh, I thought you said he had 30. No, that oh. was last game. Oh. He shot 26 shots last game. He oh, fair like enough. 13 or 12 or 26 or something. Because I was going to say 13, 30 yeah, or no, fucking no 6 inches. Tyrese Maxey, 33 oh, shots, mate. mate. <laughs> just cage of the franchise in yeah. that one. Bloody everyone out and crying. Yeah, he, he looks good, though. Yeah, yeah he's a talented motherfucker. I, 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 when I wanted him in the draft, I was yeah. not wrong. <laughs> yeah. And I'm thinking Houston might have stuffed up because they could have had a chance to get him. Yeah. With this trade, was just gone down with Brooklyn yeah, swooping in. and Simmons. Yeah, everyone was exa- expecting Maxey, Simmons and Tyrese and some picks or something. But they did get four first-rounders and four pick swaps. Yeah, and there is the possibility of Brooklyn going to shit. Yeah, you never know, two years. Yeah. Tyrese going to leave, going to retire to fight mate. the political movement. <laughs> he's fi- he's finding the edge of the earth, mate. That's what we should fucking talk about, is Kyrie Irving today. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll definitely touch on Kyrie. We'll touch yeah, on the whole Brooklyn situation, really, because the trade yeah. they got... There's only one basketball on that team. I think that's probably a key Let's issue. Let's get in, mate. Let's jump in. Yep. What do you reckon? What's your first reaction to it all? Harden's what, gone. the Harden trade? Yeah. Um, I mean, it feels like it's a win for all teams involved. Especially Cleveland maybe, and Indiana. The only loser <laughs> I see really is Jared Allen. <laughs> yeah. But um, in terms of what Houston got, like, in today's NBA, first-round picks seem to be worth a lot more than they used to be. They're overvalued in the They're market. Overvalued in the market. Like, I mean, OKC has been hoarding them like crazy, but like, what you what three first round picks used to get you is a lot different to what three first round picks can get you in today's NBA. Yeah. Like, plus they got four pick swaps and they're all unprotected. Yeah. I wonder if it's just going to be deja vu for the Brooklyn <laughs> Boston trade again. Yeah, that was one of my first thoughts when this all went down. It's like Brooklyn could have fucked up big time here. But I don't. I don't know. Like, they've still. It all depends on how Kyrie. Does. I'm sure James Harden and Kevin Durant are going to ball out. Yeah. Right? But all those picks are quite late, if I mm. remember. So it's like 20, 22, 25. 27 like is one. 27. And then there's like heaps of the picks. The swaps like the even years. Yeah. You can't trade consecutive yeah. first round picks. So I would be a tad worried, but I guess they're more so win now mode. Yeah. Obviously, they're not too, too fast about the future. My thing with it, I'm wondering how Harden will adjust because he's been so used to being like the on-ball dominant force. Like, see if he yeah. can bring back some of that off-ball aspects of his game, which I think he will need to in this new situation. Yeah, I, I you just have to see how he adjusts. You're going to have to see how Steve Nash, first-time head coach, handles it all. Yeah. But, um, like... I think he can do it. Like, I think we sort of thought... I, I say, like, he's with his buddy Kevin Durant now, but um, he was with his buddy Russell Westbrook and it didn't yeah. work. But I feel Kevin Durant's a bit more easier to run with than Russell Westbrook. Kevin Durant's a more, like, complementary player. Like, he can play a complement... He's not oh, a complementary yeah, yeah. player, but obviously. <laughs> but he's got the tools to be able to do that complementary stuff. Yeah, You're like, not just relying on him for happy. ISOs. Yeah, he like, can score not- anywhere. He doesn't have that head on him. Like, he's he's going to take the large... They're both going to take... But, like, he's not Russell Westbrook where he does it to the detriment of the team. Like, KD yeah. will make the right play. Yeah. And most of the time, that's him pulling up from 30 with the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the release. Whereas the thing is with, like, Harden, where it's sort of like he's just used to being on-ball scorer. He's not used to cutting off the ball. Like, literally, yeah. the last few years in Houston, whenever he didn't have the ball, he'd just stand in the corner. Yeah, that's like, what I mean. That's, he, like needs to, he needs to improve that. He yeah, needs to, like... like he, needs, he just powdered in the corner and sort of went off. Yeah. whatever but um 
this is even assuming like because you've got Kyrie Irving as yeah. well who's Kyrie's a big curveball in all this out, yeah detriment to most of the teams he's been on sort of like I've been loving some of Shannon Sharp's quotes about Kyrie lately oh, mate. Shannon. The one today where I was like, yeah, he wanted to be the Robin on his own team. Now he's Alfred the Butler. Yeah, <laughs> I did. That was good, yeah. yeah. But like, first he goes, calls out LeBron James, and then everyone sort of hated LeBron James for a bit, like saying, oh, no one can play with him. Then he goes to Boston, yeah. and it's like, sort of doesn't really mesh well there. They play better without him. Leaves there, goes to bloody Brooklyn. Now he's having issues in Brooklyn. Yeah. Sort of he's a like, bit of a Kanye head case you yeah type, he's just saying egomaniac shit like he's like oh I'm intelligent but he's, I'm not his intellectual insecurity that's what I yeah, think it is like, he's so like, like insecure about his intelligence he like. says all these big words and tries to make them make sense but half the stuff he says does not make sense yeah he's just he's sort of like what are you talking he's like oh I'm an artist you're all pawns in my game and stuff like that like yeah, obviously yeah. he didn't say that exactly his but ego like, is just, fucking so out of check just like all right, artist, let's go, man. Yeah. You get paid millions of dollars a year, and it's like you can't even tell your coach that, yeah. you, that you're taking personal reasons. It's and you like, can't even engage with the fucking media, just have yeah. answer simple questions. Like, been seen on Zoom calls, buddy. Yeah. There's random district partying attorneys. Partying club, mate. They're partying with Drake or whatever it was. Yeah, partying with no mask on and everything. It's just throwing your whole team under the bus, throwing <laughs> Kevin Durant under the bus, uh, your boy who vouched for you. Yeah, I was just I wonder what Kevin's thinking in all this. Just like... Because I could have stayed in Golden State. Oh, I don't think that. I think, I think he's thinking because it was a team package. Like I'm sure yeah. Brooklyn didn't exactly want Kyrie. Yeah. They were like, we we want Kevin, but then Kevin was like, Kyrie's my guy. Kyrie's my guy, and then they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> but you know, obviously he's a top talent. Yeah. And everything like that. When but his like, head's on. Yeah. Now it's like, how do you think Kevin feels going? I vouch for this guy saying he's a good dude and he's yeah. throwing me under the bus because they're hopping all these media questions. Oh, where's Kyrie? No, yeah. no one knows. And Kev doesn't exactly love dealing with the media either. Yeah, and now exactly. he's copping a bunch of questions about some bullshit that has nothing to do with him. But back to the back to the heart and impact yeah. of it all. Like I think defensively, Brooklyn took a massive hit. Yeah. Like a backcourt of Harden and Irving defensively, like Harden. Harden's gotten better defensively. Harden's like, gotten better, but it's more so gambling and passing lanes and stuff. And he's actually a really good low post. I was going to say, that's the thing. Part of Harden's improvement in defense is the fact he was playing, having to defend like threes and fours and stuff yeah, under like Mike D'Antoni's really micro ball. Yeah, low post event because of his thickness. Yeah, thick boy. Girth. Yeah. But, um, like, so that was definitely overstated. But, like, him and Kyrie, they lose Jared Allen. Yeah. They lose... Karis Levert. I mean, yeah. it wasn't a great defender, but it was their... their um, like bench bench leader essentially. Yeah. I was impressed with the way Indy swooped in because considering Oladipo was sort of like yeah, wanted like, out, yeah, like it was the last year of his deal, and the way Indiana sort of operate, they try and get guys like on those longer term deals so they can sort of have like a nice steady yeah. core and consistency. Indy, Indy played that perfectly because yeah. it was like I think Karis LeBert's like Victor Oladipo light. Yeah. Like similarly tier of without talent. the without the defense and everything, but he's a lot cheaper and he's locked up for two more yeah. years. Whereas Oladipo's sort of made it clear he was like, I don't really want to be here, and they didn't yeah. really want to offer him a max contract at the end of the year. Yeah, and it was like, so they really just went, all right, we'll get rid of Oladipo. We'll take Karis Levert. He'll play. He's yeah. not gonna obviously. He's not as talented as. He's very talented. Though. I like Karis LeBert's game. He's got, it looks so herky jerky. It looks mm. like it shouldn't work, but then it does. And yeah. you're like, what the hell? He looks like Josh Richardson <laughs> in the way, like it's sort yeah. of just like gangly. Yeah, sort of. like it's just an interesting, interesting look. But 
Yeah, I think Indiana came out of it like an absolute pro. Yeah. Even but Cleveland, even though they've got more centres than common sense. But yeah, more centres. Jared Allen's a long-term, young, talented centre that you can keep on that roster long-term, whereas guys like Drummond and Love yeah, exactly. aren't in their long-term plans with Sexland. Sexland. <laughs> Sexland. <laughs> the sex. Um, but no, I feel bad for Jared Allen, man. He went yeah. from like, like the perfect role on an at like championship team favourite. Like he was just asked to rebound and play defense and catch lobs, yeah. and it was like that's perfect for Jared Allen. Now it's like goes to a bottom feeder team in the lottery, and he's pretty much playing behind Kevin Love and Andre Drummond, and you're yeah. like, well, that's tough. <laughs> yeah, and it's like he's going to be asked to do a lot more, but that's not really his game. Like he's more of a DeAndre Jordan type player. Yeah, but um, who else was involved? Say Cleveland. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, Houston themselves. Like, I still sort of think they could have done better than what they did. Like, yeah. But part of it's got to do with Tillman Fatita being at Cheapskate and just wanting to like Cheapskate, escape tax yeah. and all that. But um, I heard a little rumor that apparently he wanted to like he wanted this direction rather than the Ben Simmons direction. Not only because he didn't want to trade with Maury, but also because he wanted to like not have the pressure of having to build a team around Ben Simmons. He just wants like a. Yeah, rebuild. Um, with I, don't, picks I just and heard shit. like in NBA circles, the man's not gonna negotiate and give Daryl Morey his ex GM and everything like that. Like it's just too much of an egotistical sport. Like give Daryl Morey James Harden back. And it still cunt your nose despite your face a bit though. Like because yeah. Ben Simmons was clearly the best available asset for Harden. Yeah, I mean that's that. that brings me back to my point like the way people view first round picks yeah. like it's sort of like Ben Simmons was the number one overall pick meant to be the next LeBron James like type talent kind of thing and it's like but they took four first round picks and in the end Victor Oladipo yeah, I, I, don't think, I don't think they're done mm, yeah that I think Flip Oladipo is the one I've heard I at the deadline like they thought they could probably get more out of Oladipo in yeah. terms of assets back instead of Karis LeVert yeah because I think they just want to get more first-round picks and they think they're going to go to a contender. Okay, see strategy. A young player and a future first or something. Yeah. Like, to get Oladipo just on a contender kind of thing. And then from there, they'll, like, have a real low cap and then do the thing where they trade for bad contracts and take picks with it sort of thing. exactly. That's probably their plan at this point. I don't think PJ Tucker's going to last. Too many contenders will want to get their hands on that, man. I think there's going to be a big market. Like, I can already see, like, fucking... Like, even earlier, look at what Ro- fucking Portland gave up for Roko. Yeah, that's that was what a I mean. pretty big like, trade. Like, PJ would attract like, a similar... P- P- I know Miami would have go after PJ in a heartbeat. Yeah. Know, he's pretty much culture. <laughs> yeah. Culture PJ. Yeah, mate. And but, it's a um, nice place for him to flex all his sneakers down on South Beach there. Yeah, mate. He'd love that. Yeah, bloody oh, oath. Make it happen, Pat. <laughs> PJ to Pat. But, um, so, like, a, in the end, I, would, I think all teams sort of came out pretty well. Yeah. Like Brooklyn got their wish, Harden got his wish. Um, they really have the only big three in the NBA right now. The like, biggest, for sure. Like all, th- all three of them have signature shoes, which is pretty yeah, that's crazy. What I mean. It's like yeah, you don't see that other than other like, teams of big threes are like sort of two stars and this sort of complimentary style. People go, yeah. yeah, that's a big three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, like, poor Chris Bosh, mate. It's like oh, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and THT. Good old THT, mate. Well, they're barely giving him minutes, are they? Yeah, yeah. well, it's because he was a preseason star. I said it. Yeah. They come around all the time. Roy Hibbert. Roy it was one of my all-time favourite. He'd kill the preseason every year and then go to the piss in the actual season. Oh, no, who fucking... He was always just killed Miami Heat, Roy Hibbert. <laughs> and then Miami yeah. Same with Danny fucking Green. <laughs> Shooting like piss the whole season. He ends up with 29 and 10 <laughs> in that first <laughs> really game. And I'm like, classic. 
Yeah. Of course, Danny Green comes out and goes, I'm just going to hit nine threes. Yeah. He was inspired watching Duncan and Tyler, mate. Uh, just watching inspired. Them. He rewatched his Spurs footage <laughs> <laughs> yeah. from the finals. Yeah, bloody oath. Him and Gary Neal. Yeah. But, um, no, I think a lot of it comes down to Kyrie. I honestly think, like, I've seen things like saying Kyrie's going to retire. <laughs> like, yeah. it's just Stephen A calling Do it. Do like the Maya Moore type of thing. Yeah. But... Man, like, before he retires, flip him. Flip him for whatever you can get it for. Well, <laughs> well the other one I heard was because a couple of days before the trade actually happened, there was, like, apparently Brooklyn were prepared to offer anything other than KD. Yeah. So everyone reckons it's Kyrie tanking his trade value so they didn't ship him yeah. to Houston. <laughs> I did see that, yeah. But we yeah. just have to see what happens there. I almost think that'd be just better off without... If, if they had Spencer Dimwitty still yeah. for the year, cause I, I would almost envision like a Spencer Dimwitty hardened backcourt would be much better than a Kyrie. Yeah, turn Kyrie into a sixth man. Imagine how he'd react to oh. that. He'd be fucking ropeable. I mean, talent-wise, obviously not, but just in terms of fit, huh. like Dimwitty's sort of happy to sort of play off the ball. KD, yeah. main two scorers there you go to, Harden. A big key is going to be hard and getting more of an off-ball game, yeah. I think. Oh, That's the biggest he's got, variable. He's got the tools to do it. Yeah. He's just got to have the mental, mental yeah. adjustment and just the effort to go, all right, I'm happy to play off-ball because he can shoot the piss out of it. Exactly. Like, he like, can come off curls and fucking shit like that. Curls, like, it's so many new looks for him. Like, him coming rolls. off a curl, like, he can attack that with his, like, craftiness. Like, it gives him new looks, like. Like, could you imagine, like, a dribble handoff sort of pick-and-roll situation between KD and Harden? <laughs> Yeah. Like, that is deadly. That's like a pick and pop pick, especially with Harden's passing. Yeah. Like, just two scorers like that. Pick your poison. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? And then Joe Harris on the weak side wing. Exactly. People, th- th- they're happy to keep Joe Harris, that's for sure. Like, yeah, he's a perfect complimentary sort of guy. That's what I mean. That was like when the Heat were going to trade for Harden. It was like they didn't want to include Duncan Robinson because they could envision Duncan Robinson mm. being that weak side shooter. Yeah. Like, and it's like, oh, <laughs> oh, stop it. Yeah, bloody oath. But I think, yeah, if yeah. that's my that's my end thing, I think they came out pretty pretty on top. Yeah, there's still a lot more questions and answers, but yeah, I think I like to see Houston's final product. How many sort of first rounders what they end up doing with all the vets? And yeah, stuff. but I think they're off to a good start because they've still got some trade wise. That's Eric Gordon. They could probably get something for from yeah. a contender, maybe if he finds a bit of form. PJ obviously. Yeah. Even Boogie's on a one-year. Some team might have a flyer on Boogie if he shows a bit off the bench. Well, kept showing know, a bit off the bench. I don't know if you can do that if you're Houston. Because like, I feel like the pairing of John Wall and Boogie was sort of there. Like You sort of need a rep. Well, I, I, I agreed with that initially, but then Christian Wood has been getting those yeah, centre-minutes playing Christian, really well. Christian Wood's nice, but like you sort of... Because other players look at your team and they sort of go, oh, they don't treat their players with respect. Like, respect kind of thing. It was like when D-Way got traded when just got let let go and I know the Miami yeah. reputation took a massive hit of, like among players yeah, yeah. in the league obviously this is not the same stature as Miami Heat and yeah. Dwayne Wade but like I think Boogie was sort of brought in in the fact like it was like oh John Wall best friends huh. kind of thing like and it's like if John Wall sort of goes oh I just traded away my boy like just on a one year for a something I mean look if the right deal came along they have to do it yeah. for business but like, like if you get offered a first half decent first round pick for Boogie you take that shit that's fair but then John Wall sort of walks around the league and goes oh, I mean, to treat me well shit like that but yeah. I don't know it is what it is yeah, there's obviously two sides to it there's player empowerment and the business aspect yeah. of it 
And generally, like the way guys like Harden and a few other guys over the past years have held franchises hostage, I can see the next collective bargaining agreement being quite hostile. The owners, yeah, I could see them taking a stand, going, "We're not putting up with this shit anymore." Yeah, especially after like you said, the hard AD Harden, yeah, just going, "Oh no, we don't want to play." I think they need to cut into their money a bit more, mm. like because these guys, the just, players get fifty-one percent of the revenue. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. But it's, I'm not like enforce bigger fines. Yeah, because you can't. I, I'm sick of this thing, like especially with Kyrie, you can't just rock up, not rock up to work yeah. and get paid for it. Like exactly, they they just go, no, nah, I don't want to play. And it's like mm. you get paid millions of dollars to play this game. You're, you're playing, fully guaranteed. Right? I think it's ridiculous. Fully guaranteed. It's like you should just go. Look, if you don't want to play, you're not making 22 million this year. We'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> go take your Nike money and become a fashion guru or yeah, fucking whatever like, you I want think to do. Something's got to be done because that's what's happening here. Mm. Like, exactly. Uh, the and the owners aren't going to put up with this shit. Yeah, like you said, right. I think it's going to leak into the next collective. I don't, when is the next collective fight? It's coming up in a few years. I thought I it was... Because they, Cause they, they had, had one recently. Yeah, that I thought they, they do it every yeah. 10 years. Yeah, they had one recently where they sort of agreed, but... I don't know if that was a full thing. I don't know how COVID impacted that and everything. They might do another yeah. postcard or not. But what's our next segment? Well, I guess we'll sort of go into teams. like We'll split by conf. What sort of teams have underperformed in... We'll say the East. We'll start, we'll start East. Start with the East. Underperformers. Let me have a look at my standings right here. Your boys probably a little. Yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah. <laughs> big time. Um, yeah. Obviously, I think the main one that jumps out to me, Toronto. Yeah, definitely. Toronto. Um, I, I just don't know what... I think everyone's sort of realising how much of a big deal Mark Gasol and Serge Ibaka were to them. Mm. And maybe I don't think Pascal Siakam's taken the leap that everyone thought he was, or like yeah. sort of he's sort of a worse player. Than yeah, he yeah he's digressed. Year. I reckon. I think people are sort of figuring him out a bit more because like, he's pretty one-dimensional. He sort of straight line drives, yeah. sort of posts, transition buckets, kind of mm. thing. Can shoot. Yeah, like, can shoot a little bit, but I don't think. He, I mean, that wasn't. Much he's not a number one option. No, he's a complimentary on a star. Yeah, Kyle Lowry's again another year older. Yeah, still putting up good numbers. Fred Van Fleet's nice. But I just think all those young guys they had in the pipeline aren't ready yet. Yeah, like Norman Powers, their sure. OGs, those sort of dudes. I'm not sure of this. Yeah, I think everyone thought OG was going to be a bit better than yeah. it was. I sort of didn't really personally see it. I don't know about you. I've sort of, yeah, I hadn't followed him closely enough to sort oh. of see the progression, but he sort of added a bit of a shot in playmaking. Yeah, people sort of thought he was going to be some go-to scorer kind of thing, and I was sort of like, oh, maybe like a really nice 3 and D. Yeah. Like a three and sort of a bit more, maybe add a one dribble pull up in yeah. this game or something. Maybe like a Josh Richardson three and D kind of. With yeah, like more, more better creativity. Yeah. yeah, but I'm not exactly sure. But they, I don't, I don't know about the strength of their schedule. Yeah, yeah that's I haven't really seen their schedule. That's a tough one to say. So I sort of just take it on the figures we got, I guess. But then. Obviously, my my boys. Um, you can you can start with that one because I'll just bring a biased view on that. So. Well, well, you've had a rough trial with the injuries and stuff, but like, maybe it's a bit of a finals. Wouldn't say finals hangover necessarily, finals but sort of hangover. like, but sort of like, sort of Jimmy sort of easing in. Like yeah. he hasn't really, he's been in and out of the lineup a lot. In and out. I think they're sort of happy early to like let Tyler and those sort of dudes develop a yeah. bit like early in the season. Then once it gets closer to the go time, they'll sort of. I love it. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, I've watched every game and I'm very yeah. nice, But um, they sort of... We always just seem to lose to Orlando on opening night. It always happens. Evan yeah. Fournier turns into an all-NBA talent whenever he plays us. So does yeah. Terrence Ross. 
but um, Jimmy went down with the ankle sprain for a couple of games. Bam's aggressiveness is becoming a bit of an issue for me. What, too aggressive or not aggressive? Not enough? aggressive enough. Yeah. Like the, He got outshot by Daniel Tice sure. one game that he versed Boston. Daniel Tice put up 11 shots and Bam put up 10. And I'm like, and, that's I, cool. and that's with Jimmy out. I was going to say, that's sort that's, of another issue I see is like, if, him, if your two best players are both guys that have that tendency to not yeah, be aggressive, scoring the ball, that isn't, that's part of the I, issue, I that's feel. That's Bam's game. Like, I, that's how he got the max contract and everything. But like, when Jimmy goes out, it's clearly up to you. Even with Got Jimmy it. there, he needs to yeah, like, expand like, his offensive game. He's the mid-range jumper looks a lot better. Like yeah. he actually, that's like one of his main moves, face up at the high block when the pick. Because obviously they're playing those high handoffs. I was just gonna twirl your mic a little. Yeah, mate, go for it. There we go. Um, obviously those high handoffs with Duncan, they're keying Duncan, Tyler, and just the yeah. guards, Goran and stuff, they're keying in on those a lot more, obviously, the scouting. Like, even the Lakers in that final series were yeah. saying that was their whole ethos. Exactly, so Bam's, like, sort of really worked on that when he fakes it, and then, obviously, he faces up, and he's got a mid-sort mid of elbow jumper. He's been knocking him down. I mean, look, I say he's not aggressive, but his scoring is up to 19 points per game. Like, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, he could... How many shots a game did he take? Yeah, like probably, probably low 11, teens. Yeah. 11, He maybe? could take 17 shots a game. He should. He should be. I, like, I, I say all this stuff now, then I like come back on it, and I'm like, when, our offense isn't really built like that. Yeah. Sort of like, because Tyler, Goran, they all take shots. Duncan obviously puts them up as well. So, But just it's more so just in those games when Jimmy's yeah. out, when no one else is sort of clicking a bit, and you go, come on, You need man. one of them to just go. Come on. Yeah. Like, just in- get, but... um. There's that. Um, like you said, a bit of championship hangover. Yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy's Jimmy been out a few games. Took him a few games to get, um, get going a bit because he wasn't, didn't play the preseason. And I think they've sort of... They've had a really tough schedule. Yeah. We've already played Milwaukee twice. We were meant to play Boston twice, but one of the games got postponed. And then we played Philly twice now, obviously, with the two eight-man rosters. Yeah. Which were pretty encouraging. I don't know. They were the first game, especially, was a real nice moral victory. But yeah, we should we should even out. Like I think we've been given the sort of the rep, reputation to sort of be like, yeah, we can coast it a bit early. Yeah. Let everyone get involved, like you said, a bit, and sort of let Tyler develop his game a little. Because yeah, the thing um, is, for you guys to take that next leap, you're probably going to need someone like him to take that leap. Third, so you, you want to give him the opportunity to grow into he, that. So he is doing it. Yeah, he is. He had the back-to-back three-point games. But it's going to be at the expense of wins. But that development long-term yeah, is going to exactly result in more right. than a few losses in the regular season. That's exactly right. Um, Another okay. team I'd say underperforming is Washington for me. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think you're right. Um, you sort of like you said, oh, you like Westbrook and Beale, obviously the two headliners. Even like Davis Bertans has come like yeah, not again much of a look like considering they've just paid him eighty million dollars yeah, and he's exactly. one of the premier shooting bigs. Yeah, like he's not getting enough of it. Like Rui and Danny are sort Rui of. He hasn't really developed that much, has he? No, nah, he's just sort of plodding along, putting up the sophomore slump, steady numbers. Danny's up and down, like depending on how they play him. I never really thought Denny was going to come in and produce like right away though. Mm. I think he's just one of those European guys that might take a little, mm. little, little. He had a while. nice twenty-five-five game, I believe. In there sure, somewhere. I didn't yeah. see that. Yeah, you mean you mean twenty points? Yeah, five twenty points five. five okay. Yeah, because whenever people say like twenty-five and five, you don't know whether they're like yeah. twenty-five and five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, oh. yeah twenty-five and five. Yeah, yeah. Which is like, um, which is what the sort of like maybe not the twenty points, but like that sort of. Yeah, like a nice, like probably yeah. like a. 
you could jingles him, type envision him in a few years being like a 15 5 and 5 dude maybe like an 18 5 and 5 yeah, kind yeah. of thing it's probably a couple more boards and stuff because he's pretty tall yeah yeah him. just those kind of yeah. like mid mid teens sort of numbers yeah Thomas Bryant going down for him is not good yeah what he did ACL didn't yeah, he? yeah yeah that's tough because yeah. he was their starting centre yeah and I was reading like in like on Reddit and stuff like a lot of Washington fans are pissed that they try and play like three guard lineups so like Ish Smith and shit like that yeah and apparently like the Scott Brooks being Scott Brooks by the sounds yeah I I, I don't rate Scott Brooks too yeah, much exactly. as a head coach <laughs> yeah. like he's a bit of a dud I mean he had a he had a team of Durant, Harden, and Westbrook fair, mm. in the finals. Fair enough, they were really young and everything, but the talent was there. They mm. even had Jeff Green, Serge Ibaka, yeah. like all young players. Yeah, it's like the Mark Jackson-y sort of thing. Like like and good they, motivators, good at engaging their players and stuff, but they're just knowledge and X's and O's just lax. They, they lost 4-1, and it's like, you, yeah. you're just like, oh, that's, that's rough. But, um, I mean, obviously the talent of LeBron, yeah. Dwayne, and Chris, but... I just, yeah, I think I'm with you. Like, Bradley Beal's just, I don't know how long do they just blow it up. He's the, everyone's saying he's the he's next, the next, he's next, next. trade-up. I want that man. <laughs> <laughs> I want that man. But, um, yeah, like, how long before you just... Because I don't even know what kind of value you get for Russell Westbrook anymore. Yeah. With that contract, just... He's stuck there, I reckon. Like... I think, yeah, like, I think you just move Brad Beal, get what you can get, and just sort of play out Russell's contract. Just go, look, yeah. here you go, Russell. You can average a triple-double. We're going to lose every game. But Have some shooters. Yeah, you can you can average a triple-double. Go for it. <laughs> we got your guy to box out for you. Yeah. I'll so go get Stephen Adams off fucking Pelicans. Yeah, New Orleans. Yeah, just to reunite those two. But I def- I, I'm with you. I think Washington are underachieving. Like, I probably would have said, if they were at about 500 right now, then I probably would have been like, oh... Yeah, you'd live with 500. Where I thought, but they're three and eight, like just below Detroit. We all knew Detroit was going to be down there. Well, I didn't know Blake Griffin was going to be as shit as he's been. He's averaging like 13. Really? Yeah. Jeremy Grant's killing it. Yeah, I like Jeremy Grant. I didn't see Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant's turned into like a go-to scorer, man. It's fucked. That's pretty much why he... Because Denver offered him the same money, but he chose to go to Detroit anyway, so he didn't get the keys. Um, I don't... Honestly, I mean, Orlando overachieving... Yeah. Charlotte to an extent. Yeah, yeah, they're the, they're still sort of those sort of teams. You'd sort of have them in that fighting for the bottom two or three seeds. Yeah, but like playing Orlando in the fifth seed. Yeah, but it's only by like one game sort of thing. Six yeah, and that's, five. That's what I mean. Yeah. There's literally two games separating eleven to yeah, yeah, or two more of the record sort of thing. Like six and five seems about right for them. I'd sort of say they're a bit better than five hundred. I'd sort of say. Yeah, fair enough. Even though um, they've had Markel go down with the ACL, poor bastard. I think they're gonna they're gonna drop a bit, but I think Charlotte are definitely looking to drop. I think the resurgence of Gordon Haywood a bit sort of lifted him. Like yeah. he's proven to sort of he's two years removed, two three years removed from his injury. Yeah, yeah. And now he's not a fourth option or whatever. Yeah, he was. he's not like a fourth was. option. He put up forty four yeah. the other day. Yeah, it was funny. I was listening to Bill Simmons thing, and he was like, "When you oh, why has Gordon Haywood been this good?" It's like because he was like a fucking fourth option on your team. Yeah. That's why he wasn't that good for you guys. Yeah. Like Especially when, he, when Kyrie Irving was there too. Yeah. Kyrie had Case Irving. Yeah. <laughs> but um, like Charlotte, Charlotte, on paper, Charlotte are nice. Like, yeah, I they're a playoff Charlotte team on paper. paper. Yeah. PJ Washington's but nice. Devontae Graham's playing like shit. I yeah. don't really rate Devontae, but like I... Their coaching just does my head in sometimes. Like I don't, Charlotte's. Yeah, I don't understand like... Why is Devontae Graham still starting over Lamelo Ball? Yeah. 
why is this happening? Because, I mean, look, he's... He had one good year last year, basically. Now yeah, it's on his like, how, how much of a leash do you give a man who shoots 28% before you go, look, no, we've got a young kid that we just picked third in the draft who that we like, want to had make as much upside reference. as anyone in the, in the entire draft class. We like, drafted him to be a franchise player. Like, yeah, Devontae like, Graham's just a guy that happened to get lucky in that transition year after they lost Kemba and yeah. got to take Kemba's shots. I mean, yeah, everyone was like, Devontae Graham, most improved. He shot 40% from the floor. Like, sure, he averaged 18 a game, but oh. someone had to. Yeah, he just got to do what Kemba did, yeah, and he just did a shitter. Yeah, he just did it shitter but he's better off being a six man facing mm. against second units let Lamelo get comfortable with the starters let him get comfortable yeah. with Haywood because you've signed Haywood to a four year max deal uh, you've got Lamelo ball get them if they're your two blind guys yeah get them comfortable like who's on, who's on the, who else is on their roster Miles Bridges yeah. I know he's got really good chemistry with Miles Bridges yeah yeah Malik Monk. Malik Monk sort of in there. PJ Washington as well has been a bit of a letdown, which is why I'm still surprised that they're six and seven right now. Yeah. They pulled up a couple of big wins, though. They beat the Clippers, didn't they? Yeah, they've been inconsistent. Yeah, they've been inconsistent. But that's what I mean. Like, Lamelo's showing you flashes. Like, chuck him in there. Don't stop giving him 25 Mm. minutes a game. Give him 30, 35. Like, he's a young kid. Let him run. It's his franchise, not Devontae Graham's. But. I couldn't. Really, I can't really see any other overachievers. Yeah, I think everyone else is sort of pretty. That you'd expect. I think Demonte Demonte Sabonis deserves some fucking respect. Oh yeah, that man's putting up some numbers. And he's Indiana is seven and four. Victor Oladipo came back to life. Obviously, he's not there anymore. But yeah, I'm just they get TJ Warren back pretty soon as well. Yeah. So, but yeah, Demonte Sabonis. He's is, averaging like 22, 12, and six. Yeah, he's fucking huge. Yeah, he's a fucking machine. But I, I, I can't see that lasting. What, like the a, Sabonis production? Yeah, the Sabonis I can see Sabonis is You can see... I could see him keep like Julius Randle. <laughs> <laughs> Julius. Yeah, he's another one who's fucking having a big most improved. Yeah. Fuck, if he gets most improved, I'll cry. Julius? Yeah. Nah, you, you'll end up trading for him, mate, at the deadline. Could do. That'd be alright. Yeah, <laughs> I could live with that if I was you. Alright, we'll go out west, I guess. Yeah, out west. Where are we at, mate? Some underperformance. Underperformance, I'd sort of say Denver. Denver at five, and especially with Jokic playing MVP. Averaging trip basketball. Up, yeah. Jamal's been a bit underwhelming, but yeah, I think look, Jamal's that guy. Of, I think everyone sort of. I sort of said I'm on a previous pod, like I was like, yeah, look, Donovan and Jamal are really good, but they've got to do this consistently. Yeah. Like they had their series where they were putting up fifty points, like on each yeah. thing. You saw like, whoa, but. This is a different sort of... Yeah. I, I think I touched on it when we were having that pod where I was sort of like, Jamal's that sort of guy where like in pedestrian games he was sort of probably not be as big, but in big games he shows up. He's yeah. He sort of does that like... I don't know. I don't, but he's just got to continue... He's got to produce in the regular season to get there, obviously. This, yeah, you can't, you can't be this like that. Oh, yeah. Um, so you... Yeah, especially with Jokic playing the way, the way he is. Who's... Are underperforming? What's Will Barton doing? Uh, not too Paul, right. Barton's doing fuck all. Porter Junior's playing real well. Actually, he's averaging nearly twenty a game. Porter Junior. Yeah. Shit, he is too. Yeah. I yeah. think he's got injured again, didn't he? Probably. Yeah. Lost <laughs> Probably. But um. Yeah, knowing him. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what's going on with. I don't know their their schedule or anything like that. But. I think uh, they're playing my boys today. They should be a lot higher than they than they are. I'm just looking at their schedule. Denver. Yeah. 
Phoenix, Minnesota, Minnesota, Dallas, Philly, New York, Brooklyn, Golden State today. Yeah. They should be a bit better than above 5 500 and 6. At least. Yeah. yeah. At least above 500. I think another uh, underperformer for me, I mean, Minnesota just keep underperforming. I'm not even going to fucking talk about them. We expected that. Yeah. New Orleans Pelicans? Yeah. Sort Considering, of like, Brandon Ingram looks to be like the second coming of Kevin Durant. Yeah. You've got Stephen Adams, really nice big. I mean, the way ESPN talk about Zion Williamson, like yeah. he's fucking that. They should be better than three and six. Yeah. Well, they're four and six. Oh, sorry, four. I was looking at Houston. Yeah, they yeah. should be a bit better than four and six. I mean, like, Stephen Adams works perfectly. Well. People people still talk <laughs> about Lonzo Ball like he's got star potential. I think this is Lonzo. 12, yeah. four, 4, and 5. This, this is I think he's been a bit underutilised as well by Stan Van. Like, how many times can people say this before it just mm. go? You just go, look, maybe he's just not that good. Yeah, well, he's not that good, but at the same time, it's like he's a guy who needs the ball in his hands and Stan Van Gundy's trying to turn him into a 3 and D player. It feels brand, like he's unlocked Brandon Ingram. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think Brandon Ingram's long-term upside <laughs> shits mm. on Lonzo Ball right now. Yeah. But, like, I just... It's just, I don't know how long before people just go, this is him. Mm. This is it. So I'm fucking sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby. I was never a fan of Lonzo Ball, but you know, yeah, the, in I'm the draft, I'm, this is what I called. Yeah. I said it. And I still hear people going, nah, nah, he's a star. Like, just give him time. How much more time do you <laughs> people want to give him? He's been yeah. in the league like five years. <laughs> Three or four. Three or four, hold yeah. on. Where is he? He's not been in the league three three years. This is his third year, I'm pretty sure. I thought this was his fourth year. Might be his fourth, actually. But yeah, because he, he's in the groups, just signed extensions like the Tatums and shit of the world. Yeah, Bams. Yeah. So it's his fourth year. This is his fourth year, yeah. Yeah. Fourth year. Last year of his rookie deal. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, how, how long? But, all right, yeah. enough of my ranting on Lonzo Ball there. Another one, Sack, maybe? Nah, yeah, that's that they're a tough one. Four and se- like five like, and seven. It's the same. It's the same sort of thing. Like there's oh, between. I mean, except for the Lakers, but like yeah. it's sort of just two games between tenth and yeah, tenth and yeah. Like that's what I mean. Four and five and seven, five and all those sort of teams in the middle of the pack there. But it's just with Denver, everyone thought Denver was going to be right up there. Right, yeah. and you'd think Jokic putting up a triple double, you'd be like they should be. You think they'd be. Top oh, second yeah. seed or something with him playing that well. This oh, this is a big one. Do you think Phoenix are overachieving, achieving, or do you think I was just is, having that same thought Phoenix. looking at the rest? Like, because the thing is, they brought in Chris Paul. Like, look what Chris Paul did with OKC last year. He had them yeah. in a similar position to how Phoenix are looking, but Phoenix are more talented than that OKC team yeah. was. Like Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton's taken. Yep. Oh, I thought he's put even my Michael Bridges has had some really yeah, nice I'd, games. Cam Johnson. Yeah, no, um, I like Mikel Bridges. Yeah. Like, he's like what everyone thinks OG Ananobis is. Yeah. <laughs> OG just got more girth and he's mm. probably a bit better defensively. Yeah. But um, even um, Javon Carter, like, I know he doesn't play that much, but I like him. Yeah. They've I got like some nice, nice paces, nice sure. Yeah. Role. But, um, yeah, Cam yeah. Johnson. Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder, yeah. That's a very nice underrated pickup for him. He's a vet, like another yeah. vet with Chris Paul that's yeah. going to hold people accountable and everything. Yeah. Like, not so much... His on-court production's pretty nice. I think it's only like 12 points or something. But um, but it's more what he can offer you in the playoffs. Like that's what I mean. Like the playoffs multi-positional defense in a space. Defense, veteran leadership, yeah. and holding people accountable. I don't think Booker's having like a 
great season by his his. Well, because he doesn't have to jack up a bajillion shots. This he's year, averaging so. twenty three and yeah. three. Yeah, but like yeah. even Dario Saric is another nice piece off that bench there. Frank Kaminsky, mate, surely. They pretty much picked him off the garbage heap because he was yeah. there last year and figured, oh, we'll get him in because he knows the system just in case we need backup. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, their schedules... I'm looking at the schedule for them. They've had... Oh, why am I even... They've taken out some legit teams. Preseason. Yeah. They've beat... They've versed Dallas, Sacktown twice, New Orleans, Utah... Uh, Denver, LA, Toronto, Detroit, Indiana, and Washington. Yeah. But they're coming into a bit of a uh, easy yeah. patch or a hard patch. Bit of both, sort yeah. of like a five hundred schedule. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah. So do you? I still can't tell if they're overachieving or underachieving. Like, I'd probably say maybe over considering. I look okay. Well, because considering like, like with that OKC comparison, I had OKC overachieved. You could. Yeah. Oh, big time. Yeah. Okay, see. So, um, I don't think they're going to be the fourth seed in the West. Nah. Nah. Like, I think they... Play in bottom half of the playoffs. I think they'll be four to five to six because I think they've got the same record as Portland and essentially Dallas are one win behind them as well. Yeah. So it's And Dallas of, haven't had Porzingis until like, yeah, his exactly, last game back. Exactly. Um, Luke and then I'm pretty sure... From what I've seen. Everyone else is pretty much where we thought, like yeah. Utah, LA and LA. Yeah. Pretty standard. Um, what about your mob, Golden State? What do you think? I'd sort of probably expected them to be sort of in this sort of in the hunt. Yeah, like I expect them to be a competitive eight. team. Like I, I said, we said when we were breaking up into yeah. the tiers, we had it in that tier yeah. of like sort of the six to eight kind yeah. of range there. Yeah, I'd sort of still have them there. They're probably about right where we'd expect them. Like I didn't expect Kelly Oubre to have as cold a start to the season as he has, obviously, but. Yeah. Wiggins has been very pleasantly surprising. Like his defense in particular yeah. has been outstanding. Like if you look at opponents' field goal percentage, I think he's top three or four or five. Well, he's got. Like, it's about time because yeah. he's got the fucking physical tools to do this. <laughs> I was reading an interesting thing about him. Like it was a guy who's like, like Canadian guy, but like probably played juniors and like yeah. a bit like followed him enthusiastically. Like yeah, like how yeah, we'd follow would. someone from Perth that we'd played with. Like yeah, yeah, who's followed Wiggins like that. But he reckons watching him, it like it depends on his environment. Like he's a follower. So like yeah, he, he was never really a, an alpha. Yeah, like didn't really have that alpha mentality. Yeah. Kind so of like thing. when he was at like like in the elite high school programs, he followed that elite culture. When he was at Kansas, that's an elite program. He followed yeah. that culture, and then he gets dumped in fucking Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, where it's guys who are pretty much just trying to play to keep their careers. There's no like team culture. There's no him and Kyle Anthony Towns playing Fortnite. Yeah. Beautiful. But now that he's in a team that has an established culture, like guys like Draymond, Steph Curry, yeah. he's sort of growing into like more doing that sort of shit yeah no i i agree yeah. like i think that's what you said when you when you guys picked him up last yeah. year in the off the trade like you were like yeah. oh like i i thought he was going to fit in nicely as like the third yeah. sort of option in there as the scoring wise wouldn't be asked too much and then you were saying like his culture get a bit of an uplift yeah. like his maturity iq and stuff yeah. and, and he's the happiest off. he's ever looked everyone yeah. reckons he look he's like happy to be there he's loving playing basketball it's doesn't have Jimmy yelling at him. <laughs> yeah. It's a good time. But yeah, like in terms of, I think that's overachievers, underachievers, pretty much. Yeah, done I think on the we've conference. done that pretty well. I think, yeah, most of them are sort of, like we said, underachievers will sort of slot, slot back in there. I think obviously Miami are going to jump up. I'm not sure about Washington. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think they. Or Toronto. I don't know. Mm. They might just blow it up. 
Yeah, but, I could um, see Masai going maximising his assets while he yeah, has them. Exactly. He's, he's a shrewd, ahead of the curve general manager. Exactly. I think Denver are going to jump up. Yep. And I I'm think New Orleans might jump into that sort of play-in tournament They'll area. They'll contend for a play-in, but someone's going to miss out in the West. That's just yeah, the way just the West works. The Wild West, mate. Fucking oath. Wild, but, wild um, West. Everyone's <laughs> fleeing each now that LeBron's West. Yeah. <laughs> I love that, everyone <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, speaking of LeBron, I guess we could sort of... It's real early days. It's hard to pick an MVP at this point, but Ooh. if you sort of had to, like... Maybe LeBron, I'd probably... I'd pick LeBron myself. Yeah? Yeah, because he's putting up... He's been the better of the two out of him been, and AD yeah, this year. AD's actually had a bit of a lack bit of regression. You're telling me I fucking drafted him with my first pick in fantasy. Right. Well, I took him and LeBron back-to-back because I was like, we do like the snake order and I was like yeah. the last pick, so I had back-to-back, so I went AD, then LeBron. Yeah. Like, a lot of players are having sort of MVP statistics, but the record doesn't yeah. reflect it yet. Obviously, Jokic. Jokic, case in point, yep. Jokic. Um, I mean, you've Kevin still got, Durant even. He's yeah, you've still got... Yeah, I mean, I think Kevin Durant has a big possibility to be MVP this year. Yep. Simply, the, like, they love a narrative, man. Yeah. They love a fucking narrative in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, And Brooklyn are probably going to, with James Harden, are probably going to be, like, easily top lock for top two in the East, yeah, yeah. like, in the, when it's all said and done. Even if Kyrie journeys to the edge of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His edge of the earth, man. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, the yeah. earth is flat, I told everyone. <laughs> told you so. But, I don't, yeah, LeBron yeah. James probably be my yeah. front runner. I'm a bit... LeBron's mine. I do well. love that, man. I could see the narrative for LeBron going, because he hasn't had one in fucking 10 years or whatever the fuck yeah. it is. Um, like the media going, oh, 36-year-old LeBron, he's one of the greatest ever. He wins MVP at fucking... Like 36. I said, yeah. It's, they love a narrative. Yeah. Joel Embiid, I hate the man. That's, but, that's a good call. I could, but if Philly keeping the thick of things. He's the guy yeah. so far. Like, he's... What's he putting up? Hold on, let me have a look. I'm pretty sure it's some big numbers. 26, 12, and 3. Yeah. 27, 12, and 3. And I'm sure there's a couple steals, of steals yeah, yeah. in there too. Um, like especially sort of Ben sort of being Ben, yeah. putting up his, what is it? Fucking probably 12. 12 He's eight, putting up Lonzo eight. numbers. Yeah. Well, it's, what Ben's putting up now is what everyone thought Lonzo was sort of going to be, but with more scoring. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Philly, I mean, you've still got your Giannis and everything. DeMontes Sabonis. Yeah. Putting up those kind of numbers. I'm just looking at the east right now. Yeah. It's pretty much in the east, but I mean Paul George. Yeah, Paul George for the Clippers. Pleb George, yeah. Pleb George. I don't. I think it's too early to list them. I think these yeah. are just sort of contenders with the clear front yeah. runner being LeBron James. Just, yeah. I think the clear front runners right now are Joel Embiid or LeBron James. Yeah. I think that's that's based me. on their team's records. Like that's me. I'd still probably have Joker in the conversation based on the assumption Denver can recover. No, that's what I'm just saying based yeah. on the records yeah. now because I would put Kevin Durant as my yeah. top if I'm talking... Brooklyn had a better record. Yeah, if I'm talking yeah. what I think they're going to be. Yeah. I'm just saying right now with the records the way that they are, I'm putting Joel and... LeBron. I think... Yep. I mean, Boston are sort of sitting on top of the East, not but just by percentage. But they're a bit but of by committee. Like, yeah, Jalen, Tatum are both putting up 30. Jalen Brown's taking that leap that Jason Tatum yeah. took last year. Yeah, they're both it's putting up 30 scary. a game or whatever. It's like 26 and stuff. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. fucking scary. And then, I mean, Giannis, how long before you get voters fatigue? I'll say he's going to have voters hangover he's this year, get, I reckon. Yeah, voters fatigue. Unless well, Milwaukee have another historical year like they did I last year. I can't I can't see, I can't see it. that. Yeah, I can't see yeah, it. Yeah. I think Drew Holiday will eventually miss some time. Yeah. With some sort of nagging injury. Mm. But, um, yeah, but lead into rookie of the year yeah, for that I mean it's a pretty 
my my early pick of Obi Toppin's not looking great. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was um, Emmanuel Quickly is looking nice, yeah. though, but he's not obviously going to be rookie. But he's a yeah. good pickup for the Knicks. Le- the three contenders I've sort of seen is Lamelo, Wiseman, and Halliburton. Yeah, I think they're your top three. Right I think now. Edwards probably deserves to be in the conversation, but yeah, I think it's just more to- like yeah, I he's had some he biggish games. He's had some highlights. He end up. He might just end up just put because I don't know if Wiseman's going to put up the statistics to back yeah. it, but he's obviously just playing the role in a playing the role, team. Golden State like, and then but I think Lamelo eventually is going to get put in the starting lineup, and I think he's just like he's just going to yeah. be too overwhelming. Like mm. he might not shoot great. I don't know, but yeah. I think he's shooting. He'll just put up an he'll put up an inefficient borderline triple double. Yeah, it'll be because what's he? He's going to get rebounds. Like even yeah. when he has games when he's not scoring, he's still sort of grabbing like eleven boards yeah. and dishing out six, seven assists. And yeah, shit, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, and the thing Man. is, the difference between like him and Lonzo because he was bagging out Lonzo before. Like Lamelo has that ability to yeah. drive the ring. Like Lonzo. He has the athleticism to drive the ring, but whenever he does, it just doesn't look confident. Doesn't have it doesn't the look, creativity that yeah, Lamelo has around the rim. Exactly. Yeah, he's yeah. like Lamelo's natural feel for scoring is like off yeah. the charts. But I think yeah, he's def- Lamelo's definitely clear cut yeah. number one. I think Halliburton's probably second, mm. and then James Wiseman's probably three for me. Yeah, I'd probably be pretty similar. I'd probably switch Wiseman and Halliburton, but that's probably. Yeah, Bit, bit, bit my bias, bias bit. I haven't seen too much of Halliburton on the Kings yet. Nice, man. I like Halliburton, but I haven't seen as much of him as I've seen of Wiseman. Precious. <laughs> Back-to-back double-doubles, mate. No, he's, yeah. he's all right. I like Precious. Yeah, yeah he's a nice place. I think uh, a sneaky contender, Maxi. Yeah. Maxi. Especially, like, because now he's sort of showing it, that will give him the chance to sort of score, yeah. especially with Ben I mean, being took passive. the 33 shots, but, like, he's... I've watched two games that Philly played, and he's nice. Yeah. Like he's yeah, like just... even with their full strength guys, they'll be able to capitalize on his ability to score off the dribble because they still sort of need that. Because Tobias isn't really that guy. Joel's not that guy. They still need I that think... creative guy. Like Shake Milton's doing very well in that I role. I think he's but... going to end up getting more minutes than um, Matisse. Yeah, Matisse is a better defender, but he's not the offensive yeah. player that Max is. Whereas Max is a pretty good defender for a rookie, yeah, yeah. like, and he'll give you more. Maxi yeah. drives the rim. He's not as good a shooter yeah. as Matisse, but yeah. um, like in terms of driving to the rim, floaters. That creative scoring, creative that's what I meant. Because like, they yeah. don't have that, other than Shake Milton, they don't have that yeah, exactly. guard that can create his own shot. Exactly. That's sort of what they need. Because Ben's not creating his yeah, own shot. I he's mean, creating shots for others, but he's not creating for himself. Even with the 33, 39 point outlier, like. That was because no one was playing and he yeah, basically got shot on the keys. Maxi's still putting up like 11, 4 and 4. Like, yeah. I think he's. Well, maybe not 4 and 4, but. Something like that. He's playing really well. Like he's 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 doing really well, man. Yeah. Really well. But um where is he? Not devastated you took Precious instead, mate. Sorry? Not devastated you took Precious. Precious looks nice, man, yeah. but you know, I, I was very high on Maxi in the draft. I know. I would like to see a cultured Maxi. <laughs> a cultured Maxi. Oh yeah. Oh. But um, I don't think that's pretty much where we leave it. Yeah, I can't think of anything pressing that's gone on so far. We're about 10, 20% of the way through the season. 10, 15 nah, probably. Just a bit of, bit of early season predictions, yeah. early tiers, breaking down yep. the Harden trade from our perspective. Yep. But Our first chat for the actual season. The last yeah. <laughs> one was pre-season 12 questions of training camp or yeah. nah. something Christmassy like that. So I need my beer to sign yeah, off. We've had a nice little Chrissy break, all that jazz. All right, I'm hungry. Fair enough. Let's get it. <laughs> Locker in, Eddie. Catch you later.